You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science. What is this? The My Hero Academia Reading Club podcast. Why I said weird science at the beginning, I have no idea, but it is part of the Weird Science family of manga podcasts. That's a family, not a network. It's also a bumbling, fumbling, and stumbling guy here known as Jim trying to get through this. And I'm not here with Luke Hollywood. How Luke Hollywood, I don't know what happened to him. He disappeared. I said on our Manga Monday show, actually, I think it was the Spy Family. This is three shows in a row that he's missed. I said he's MIA, so I'm going to call him Mia from now on, just like the name of my dog. So he is now the same name as my dog. You can take that for what it is, but he's not here. And I contemplated kind of skipping my hero this week. But Andrew Belfast had told me that he thinks that it's a banger. And also that it's ramping up and big stuff is going to happen. He was right. So I did not want to ruin the momentum and skip it. So Luke will be back next week, hopefully, and we'll see what he thinks. I think that he would have given this issue a 9 out of 10. I'll just let you know that. Who knows if I'm right, but who knows where Luke is? I don't. I mean, seriously, Mia. Uh, Number 50, Kill Him Dead. We start off with. The third day of Midoriya's internship with Gran Torino, and it's not going so well. I think that Gran Torino is going to be very upset. Midoriya is too busy bleeding all over his apartment, all over the furniture, all over himself. And so with all of that, you would think that you wouldn't get to the next phase of things until you kind of stop getting beat up in the first phase. But Grand Torino says time for phase two, the actual internship. And I will point out, too, that I do think the one for all is also the thing beating up Midori as well. But you end up, Grand Torino thinks, okay, we can't just sit here and have me beat you up and have you bleed all over the place. We need to change this up. You need to have something that's going to change up the game so you don't get stuck in a rut. So what we're going to do is you're going to go and hunt down real villains. And Midori, what? Like, how's that already? I'm not ready for that. And it is funny, the play here, when you hear hunting down villains, you do think of, say, Nomu, Stain, Kurigiri, Shigaraki. You know, those are the big guys, though. Gran Torino obviously doesn't mean that. But because we've only dealt with them for the most part for so long, that's where I think my mind goes. I think that's where Midoriya's mind goes. But what he really means are just like, hey, just petty criminals. You'll end up getting in the swing of things. I mean, you might be talking jaywalkers, maybe, litters. I think it might be a little bigger than that, but still it'd be funny. Jaywalkers, litters, and maybe, I don't know, people who didn't put money in the parking meters. Right? They're going to get parking tickets, but here comes the hero of the day to stop all that. But what ends up, he says, just minor deal. But you already face big you know, villains, so it shouldn't be anything for you. Like, you've seen, and he has, Midoriya has gone against some of the biggest villains in this book. So if they're going to go and go after some petty crime stuff, I think that'll work out. Now, to do this, you end up having Gran Torino spell out, well, you have to go different areas. You know, in the city, you got a lot more crime, a lot more violent crime. But, you know, you can't stay where we are out in the boonies here because there's nothing. There's not enough people to even have crime. So you kind of have that play of crime is more in densely populated areas. It's it's not anything that I think people wouldn't know, but 
you get that. But they end up, they're going to go off to the Shibuya district. They're going to have this whole play. And I like Midoriya's like, really? We're going to that fancy place? Like, I can't be seen in this outfit there. And Grant Torino says, what are you talking about? I'm a hero. I am a hero. You can do whatever you want around me because, you know, I'm a hero. And then Midori says, well, if we're going to go there, we're going to take the bullet train. He assumes that and he's right. He says, yeah, we're we're taking the bullet train. Doesn't really ask why or anything. Just says, yeah, that's what we're doing. And the reason why Midori is thinking this is because that bullet train to get there, it's going to go through Hosu City where we know Ida is at. And we see as this goes on that he's been trying to get a hold of Ida and Ida is ghosting him 100%. Even to the point, this is what my kids do to me, and it makes me sad. So I'm sure Midori is sad as well. But you end up where you see the delivery receipt, right? They read the text, but they never return. And then when you ask them, like, hey, are you? oh, I didn't see that. No, you saw it. I got the receipt. Don't, st- don't, don't start with this nonsense. But, yeah, he ends up, and that's a problem. He's worried about Ida, and Ida's not returning the text. And Ida, we already know, lightning focus. He's going after Stain, the hero killer. I think that he, in this, doesn't want to really talk to anybody who may convince him not to do it or may say they're worried or even the idea where maybe Edith doesn't want to talk to, say, Midoriya because then he'll realize, okay, I kind of do have friends. Maybe I should ease off. He needs to be focused on his revenge. He's going after Stain for what Stain did to his brother. And he really needs to do this. Now, you kind of hope that somebody will step up and tell him or figure it out and say, don't do it. And especially, and that's the thing, to go back to Midoriya, Eden knows how much Midoriya knows that Midoriya kind of has a sixth sense about some of these things, about what people might do and all this sort of thing. So that's why he might be like, I don't want to talk to him. I don't need to get distracted. I own the prize. But I didn't think that his new partner in Hosu City was as smart as he is because this guy sees right through Ida and starts saying, listen, I kind of get this idea that you ended up coming here knowing that Stain would be back, 100% he's right, and that you would try to go after Stain to get revenge for your brother in genuine, 100% right. I mean, we know that that's what Ida's doing, but I like this because this guy starts giving us some rules that I didn't know. I didn't know that, and it makes sense, but it's one of those things, since it's never been really said that much, or if at all, you never really think of it. But heroes versus villains, you think they could just go and beat the crap out of each other. You can end up killing each other if you want, right? I mean, if a hero ends up seeing a villain, but there's actually rules and laws in place that prevent that. That You're not allowed to be a vigilante. You know, you may have sponsorships, you may be a hero, you may get put into things where, okay, well, we're doing this, the police are here, but we need you to do this. You can't just go willy-nilly anywhere you want and just start taking down villains. It's not anything like that. There are laws. And so you get this lose-lose proposition with Ida that really scares me because I do like Ida. But if Ida succeeds in what he's doing, and actually somehow, and I I can't see it happening, and that's really worrying me. But if he does end up killing Stain, then he's now in trouble. He broke the law. But also, if he goes to get Stain's just going to kill him. So even if he succeeds, he's going to lose. And if he loses, he's dead. So it's not good. 
It's not good. Come on, Ida. And Ida is such a smart guy, but he is consumed right now with revenge. And as the his partner is just going through this and almost losing his mind and says, I can see the look in your eyes. You, you can't do this. Come on, dude. Ida never says, oh, you're right. Okay. Doesn't even lie. Just sits there. Doesn't say much of anything except clenching his fist. I mean, and that's not really saying much. So, yeah, there's going to be some trouble. And we do see the trouble has arrived. And you end up where a portal opens and Stain, Shigaraki, and Koragiri come out. And pretty much Stain is in town with a few days to kill or maybe a few heroes to kill, in fact. And he comes out and you have some more of that interaction between Stain and Shigaraki. They don't like each other. Stain ends up making fun of Shigaraki. Shigaraki shows that while he kind of plays up as the goofy guy. Oh, my God, I'm so immature. He's bad to the bone, but still he's immature. The minute that Stain leaves and says that he's there to take down heroes, we know this. The idea that he thinks these heroes nowadays are bull. They only do it for the money. They're money-worshipping guys playing heroes. He doesn't like it. He's taking down who he thinks is sus. He thinks he's doing, you know, the fight. He's fighting the good fight. But when he goes off, it's one of those things where I swear Shigaraki's like, oh, you know me. You know, I don't like you making fun of me. I'm Mr. Goofy. The minute that you have Stain leave, he's like, all right, get Nomo. I mean, he becomes dark. And he's like, I'm going to crush the pride and dignity of Stain. Get me Nomo. We saw that Nomo had been, you know, let out. And there he is. He looks awful. Just awful. He comes out. And now we're going to have a lot of stuff going on in Hasu City. Now, before that, I do like this play because it's kind of that smart little, okay, is Stain stopping the heroes? He's there and he's killing some heroes. But in a weird way, every district he goes to, every city he kills heroes in, the crime rate goes down. And it seems that, you know, Kirigiri and Shigaraki are talking about this, and it might be the fact that it just ends up bringing the idea of heroes to the forefront. Maybe these villains had forgotten about things. Oh, yeah, heroes. I better say, for some reason, it's, you know, how this plays out. Crime rate goes down, and you end up where Shigaraki goes, oh, yeah, like, really? He calls himself the hero killer? I think he's the hero breeder. I don't like the way that sounds, but that's what he says. And so let's take care of him. Let's really. And I like this where Shigaraki and Kuragiri with Nomo, it's like, let's wreck house. Let's just go and destroy this whole city. And they send Nomo out to pretty much do that. Now, while that's happening, you go to the bullet train. I love the, love the idea that it looks like the Gran Torino. At first, I think he's just passed out. He's like mouth open, probably flies flying in there. Midori is trying to get a hold of Ida. Ida isn't returning. This is what I said about the text. Uh, and he's worried. And they're going to go, and they're going past Osu City. And as they go, but boom, there's a big explosion where into the bullet train, just with immense just explosion and what crash, whatever, a hero comes flying in, followed by Nomu, who just comes in just awful. And I'll give Gran Torino 100% credit here. He springs into action. I mean, he just flies across that bullet train and then hits Nomo, and they both go flying out of the train, leaving Midoriya by himself. He doesn't know what to do. Uh, but there's explosions in Hasu City all over the place, just bad things 
are happening all over. Things are going bad. You end up where, because of all this, Ida and his partner, they have to go to, you know, where all these explosions, where this is going, where the train, all that. And so his partner runs off and Ida kind of stays and sees Oh, there's something going on in that alley and goes over and sees that it is Stain. Stain, who's about to kill a hero. And so Ida tries to stop it. Actually, Ida tries to use this almost like the money in the bank, right? He sees that Stain has another. He's not paying attention. And so I think Ida thinks he's going to just run in real quick and just take out Stain before Stain ever even knew that Ida was there. Like he's handing in the money in the bank deal. Now he's going to WrestleMania because both the other guys, they're too tired. You're putting the guy. Uh, I don't know if that works, but Stain is too good for this and ends up actually, as he has this other hero, he ends up whipping Ida and knocks his mask off. Now, here's the thing. Stain, I'll, I'll give him some credit, I guess. He has a bit of a, you know, honor system kind of here where he is trying to take down sus heroes. When he sees Ida, and Ida's just a kid, he says, get out of here, kid. Like, you don't deserve this. Like, I'm not after you. You'll, you're, you know, maybe later if you're a jerk, but not right now. You go, go, like, stop it. And he, he almost shows right away that he could kill Ida if he wanted to, but he says, yeah, I, I don't need that. And so you end up where Ida, like, is, I'm not leaving. Listen up, criminal. I am the younger brother of a hero you attack, brother of the amazing hero among heroes, and I've come to stop you in my brother's stead. My name, inherit my man. And he, he thinks back to his brother, and so he does do that. So he's about to face Stain, who put his brother in the hospital bed, remembers his brother, said, take my name, inherit my mantle. And so finally, Eda does and says, I'm in genuine. The hero is going to take you down. And with that, then... Stain's like, all right, if you want to do this, that's fine, because now you're going to die. And then it ends. And it's pretty good. It is a pretty good chapter. All this stuff going on, it is starting to ramp up the pace, like Andrew and Belfast said. Stuff's happening, some big stuff. And I need to see the next chapter right away, because I'm really worried about Ida. I, I, in my heart of hearts, I don't think that he will die, but I don't think he's going to be... In the best of shape, that would be my guess. But I'm always, for some reason, I guess maybe because it's better. But for some reason, the, the idea that in Western comics, a lot of times I can like, okay, I think this is okay. I was right. Manga, I, I'm I'm having a tougher time lately because things can be out of like it's good. You don't know if somebody will die or live or whatever. I kind of get the idea that in a Batman comic, Batman usually doesn't die forever. Uh, but in some manga, you could have main characters that just die. And we've had that happen. So it's crazy. But not that Ida's a main character, but he is somebody that I do like. So I worry about him. I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. I think that Luke probably would have as well, uh, even though he's been kind of negative lately. It's weird. Luke will get negative down to a 7, but he'll never go below that. Like, I'm all over the place. I could give something a 1 if I want to, right? That's the freedom that I seek and have. Luke isn't here, so the heck with him. I don't know. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10, though. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope that you're enjoying the podcast. I hope that you're enjoying, you know, sometimes when Luke isn't here, maybe light a fire under his butt by going over to Twitter at Weird Manga. Weird Manga it is. 
and follow us and give him some crap because he deserves it. Weird Manga over on Twitter. If you follow us, we'll follow you back. And then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdsciencemanga to help us out for everything we do here on the feed. Get up to seven episodes early access to the Manga Monday show, which I just did uh, Ace of Diamond. Uh, that I wanted to do a baseball thing because Luke doesn't know anything about baseball. And since he didn't show, I figured I'd do that. So that's over there on the early access. And then in the meantime, you also can get a couple of these reading clubs early access as well. But, you know, that's the thing. Just to give a little shout out and whatnot, I end up where I start thinking times when, like tonight, Luke wasn't going to show. So I thought, well, I could just go to bed. You know, it is, I think it's like quarter of 2 a.m. right now. And so I, but I, it, it doesn't feel right just leaving it go and not doing a show. So I, not that I'm saying you have to, you know, pat me on the back. I just want you to know that it does mean a lot. Everybody listens and everything with that. So I don't want to let anybody down by skipping a week. And we have skipped some weeks along the way. And it does kill me every time. So that's why I come in solo like Jenny and do this. but. There you go. Maybe I do want a pat on the back sometimes. Why not? If if you want to do that, you could. And if you can't go to the Patreon, I understand that. But if you could then just give us a rating and review on, say, on iTunes, that'd be great, too. That would be very appreciated as well. But thanks, everybody. I'm rambling on now. I'm so tired. I'm actually going to go to bed now. But everybody, thanks a lot. And hopefully me and Luke will talk to you next week. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.